I see them in front of me, okay, like just just try keep up with them and then okay, if you can't keep up with them, pick someone else. (laughs) 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 Quickly. Welcome to the second episode of the Any Given Runday podcast. In this episode, we're going to be talking about myself, uh, Sean, is my name, uh, Eric and Connor. We've done marathons before, but it's Aaron's first ever marathon. So we're going to be talking about doing your first ever marathon and what he thinks may be his best approach for these next 15, 16 weeks leading up until our, we all do the Madrid marathon at the end of April. So we may as well go straight into it. Um, what the hell you gotta do for the next 15, 16 weeks? <laughs> Bear in mind, you you haven't crossed the road in two years. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just put that out there. Let's just remind everyone um, listening that that this man <laughs> sits, sits in an office from six in the morning till three in the afternoon. Barely gets five thousand steps in there. Yeah. Barely. barely. How, how do you get to work in the morning? Bus. How do you how do you really get to work early in the morning? Bus or a taxi. Every <laughs> <day>. <laughs> <laughs> so we need to paint a picture of what, what kind of your background is here so uh, you as we said last week a 5k in Marley Park about two years ago was <laughs> yeah it's probably even maybe a little bit longer than two years <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to admit that um, so what's the plan I think the, the first two weeks is literally just to get back running again right get up to like a 5k the first week and get up to like a proper 5k in the two weeks and then try and build it up from there. Now, to a lot of people at home, like we know you, so I know you're stubborn. So I know, like you saying, I'll get up to a five k in a week. But five k is actually quite a big step for someone who hasn't ran or someone who hasn't done it. Yeah. And but I just know on your level of stubborn, you're like, no, I'll do it. Um, but to for everyone listening, they'd probably agree or you should agree. Yeah. Maybe the five k is a big step for people who haven't done anything, you know. And but yeah. it is a it is a good a good plan to have. Yeah, like I'm probably gonna try do park run, whatever it is. But because uh, on the Saturday, like you have people around you, you see this old guy in his forties or old guys in his sixties, you know, running past, and you're like, ah, oh, I need to hang with this guy, you know, this this old fucker. Stop looking at Sean. This old, <laughs> this old guy can't beat me now, right? And you know, just 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 stick with him, just stick behind him. You're like, okay take the pace try take the pace you know if it's going up a hill you're just like okay I can afford to give him maybe you know 20 metres there but I have to get back up down that hill and then you're kind of just hoping he's like old enough that in the little you know 100, 100 metre sprint towards the end you know you you fly past them and you're just like happy days I mean I, I don't know about you guys but I think you know like Eric said I mean obviously we know no Aaron and how stubborn you are and, and you know, obviously you'll, you'll you'll do it and put your mind to just more for the fact that you rather than you you want to prove us wrong. Yeah. But I mean, you no, know, certainly I think that from from my perspective, I always thought running was a very kind of a personal thing. Um, I think it's probably the worst thing you could probably do is try and match someone else's pace. You know, it's and again, it's my opinion. Um, I, I think that when you particularly you're trying to get yourself back moving again, you know, measuring yourself off someone else is only going to you know lead you to failure or set you up for failure. It might set you up for failure yeah. with five k, but unfortunately, my first marathon. 
I was trying to keep pace with him for the whole 42 so you, you know, you know what I, it feels yeah, like then <laughs> I tell you as the closer ever came like, uh, the further we ran the more punchable his face became <laughs> I, I wanted to kill that's him that's a pretty punchable face already <laughs> we don't like to talk about it too often no it's probably the lowest but again like that in terms of the long distance in the marathon you are going to be humbled by as you say the old people because what they have is experience they yeah. have mileage in the legs yeah they've done it before um, in the last marathon there was a lady who ran it her 40th marathon in 40 years yeah, yeah. the Dublin marathon and to her you know that's that's she's an old lady she's mid 60s pushing 70s and that's experience you just can't get in a week or two you know and it, although it is nice to pick a target and I do get what you're saying that like when you size someone up and looks being deceiving you go right if I can stick with him yeah yeah. and it's a good push it, it's the reason why people join running clubs it's, a, it's to be pushed along it's to have something it's to be drawn along it's the, the husky in front that's going to pull the say essentially you just need to cling on to something to get you over that next corner next hurdle next hill it is that, that muscle memory because like the first couple of times I trained for it the idea of doing even half marathons was like man I gotta go running out there for two hours and that distance just seemed like a long long time Where you, like you were saying in the first podcast you go out now and do a two and a half hour, two and a half hour run and, and it's nothing to you and like the third time I did a marathon uh, mentally it was by far the easiest I hadn't trained as much for that one as I had for the second one but mentally it was like I, I knew what was coming I knew what my body w- w- was capable of and it, it just became a lot easier so those those big distances can seem very daunting when you first start but then it is that repetition of getting the long runs but to, to your point uh, Aaron I think uh, build up towards a 5k over three four weeks especially if you've only got 16 weeks to a marathon at the end of four weeks the 5k should be somewhat comfortable and senior time starting to go down if you're going to do it in 16 weeks now if your goal isn't to do a marathon in 16 weeks obviously take your time pace yourself out until you get towards that 5k but we all start at different points and that's the reason why I suppose Couch to 5k exists yeah. because it is it is a milestone for people you know people always go especially when we're doing the long distance and I was quite active and posting up on the Instagram not to rubbing in the faces of people to say oh I'm after running two and a half yeah. hours or I've covered 27k in X amount of time and then someone else would put up I ran a 5k and I'd send them Jesus well done that's a big achievement well done they're like ah oh, sure it's nothing compared to what you do and it was the response is and it would be Darren it's never what I've done or what yeah. you can do it's how far you've come from where you started and that's what this whole thing is about it's <clears throat> it's what each of us can do from where we've started last week um, and how the training goes and, and hopefully people listening just remember that it's it's not about beating the person beside you it's about how far you come along the way on any given run day and that's why we're yeah. doing it it's, it's any day you go out can you be better than your last self and that's that's what we're trying to achieve and that's I suppose the advice I'd give Aaron on his run and that's your way of doing it is I'm going to be him I'm going to be her I'm go- and it'll get me across it's the line it's not even beat it's just I need to hang with that yeah. person that yeah, it's, going. Like, it's like uh, I see them in front of me okay like just just try keep up with them and then okay if you can't keep up with them pick you know. someone else pick someone. <laughs> <laughs> quickly pick someone behind you <laughs> I don't think there's ever been a race that I've done though there hasn't been like just one person that keeps lurking yeah, near oh, you yeah, and yeah. you're like yeah. when I get the finish line I'm going to be ahead of him I don't him or her yeah. I don't care what and they're always just seem to be you pull away a bit and then they catch up or they pull away and all of a sudden you see with this you and you're like a hill and then they catch up and you're like what are you doing here? Like, yeah, 
Yeah, uh, but like the race, the race, a marathon, like training is everything. It's peaks and troughs. You are yeah. going to have your times and you're feeling comfortable. You're going to have your time. For me, running the hills, when I'm going uphill, I have to drop off. Yeah, I don't, I don't do too well up the hills. But once I raced, I was after, so people who have passed me, I'd pass them a kilometre later. So again, when you're looking at distances that long, it's it's a long race. It is a marathon, not a sprint. And that, yeah. that's and it's likewise with the training and and like Aaron was saying like you're sticking with people around you but there, there's going to be others around you you'll, you'll find your level with people and you'll encourage each other along the way likewise with the training as well so it's it's important to remember those little key little factors as yeah. well that it is there is going to be several people around you that you'll notice on the runs like we have you recognise the same hairband or the same illuminous top oh, I've seen them a while the same hairline yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> or, or, or lack thereof, lack thereof. <laughs> makes us aerodynamic like but, um, but yeah it is it, it is important to keep those little mental games I yeah. suppose is the best way for those troughs and peaks through the, through the run and through the race I always found when I was near the end even though I'd be like encouraging people to keep on going I was almost half center for myself as well just if I could push someone on I could push myself on you get on. those leader's legs yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you find like if you're, you're trying to pull, pull someone up and go, and, and go with them you kind of get that little extra to kick to keep on going but when you look at you've got you got 15, 16 weeks and you talk about building up to, to a 5k um, would you have a look at, online at Google, plan, at Google for different marathon plans or if you just went I'm, I'm going to try and, and, and do a 5k uh, and that's it then yeah no I just I'm just going to try to do a 5k and then build up so once you get the um, 5 10 the next goal and, and, and build your way up from, from, from that way yeah kind of well, like I'll probably have different uh, distance runs throughout the week right I think first of all try to get up to 5k in two weeks if I accomplish that which I hopefully will yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, then look into some program of trying to actually build up more pace and try and keep like try and make sure that it's like it's bearable gotcha. whereas I'm not like struggling I don't do 10k after the first five build up to 5k do 10k and then I'm absolutely burnt out the next day because I still go work like yeah and um still, still have to be a bit mobile around the office even though it's only <laughs> 5,000 steps like gotcha yeah. Um. You're at a small disadvantage to when we did it because we had the race series. So you, unless you get something in the next eight to ten weeks to sign up to, to do like a half marathon, for example, like when we did our first three was the double city marathon. Yeah. So we were able to go right by the end of September. I need to get half marathon pace at least and be somewhat comfortable doing it, and then build the last six weeks towards the main thing. Whereas you're at a slight disadvantage because you're like, you got to go from you know 15 16 weeks out straight through to, to your your neck at the moment with the exception of the 5k marley park runs uh your next big race is is madrid for for that last one so yeah so it's it's literally just build up the the, the, the pace lead there yeah well i'd say like as well you know there was we look back at the the same weekend the dublin i think was the kbc half marathon was yeah. on. i didn't have a ticket for that one so i ran a half marathon in phoenix park the day before yeah do you know like if you if you, if you if the what I will say about the race day and the build up, the race atmosphere will help you. Yeah. More so than a run on your own. Mm-hmm. So if anything, you're helped by being on your own, <clears throat> being suffering in your own head for a half marathon on your own pace. Like everyone has the night app where you can download the fitness yeah. pad or, or some people have a watch or a Fitbit or a Garmin. And that's 
dare the guys to give you how far you've run the paces that you've done uh, the same way as the start clock or finish clock and all you're missing is the crowd the atmosphere the build up the preparation to get into the start line you're missing that kind of experience in the the okay. 10k but if you can build it up with five days the five k's and 10k's you can build up that kind of atmosphere because i think of anything on the day you get this like we talked about the leader's legs or something you get you get that a little bit of extra of the crowd yeah. around you the people around you to someone yeah. to hang on to so i think you're not really missing out if especially people can't afford it in the new year you know just signing up and this that and the other you know like it's well, they're not true. cheap they're not cheap. oh no definitely no. not um I just found that there's a different mentality, there's a different approach when you're you're put there on race day, which is usually the same yeah, time. Absolutely, yeah. And yeah. you can still mimic it to a certain extent, yeah. but when you're with the crowds and, and your pace is thrown off a little bit at the start and you see people rush ahead of you yeah. and yeah, just build up that mentality and you'll have some actually the park runs as well where you're like, don't oh. immediately chase after the guy beside you because you're, you're gonna ru- <laughs> yeah. ruin your pace. And you might take a start, you know, you've got all this adrenaline and stuff I know my first one was like you had all this adrenaline and you're just like I'm good to go let's let's get it done and 3k and you're like uh oh <laughs> Declan Moffat playing the Maddie yeah, finding the first ditch where's that bus stop yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah that's I think that that, 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 that kind of wraps up your um, your preparation for the next two, two weeks leading towards the uh, leading towards a 5k building up towards your first marathon and then the next episode Eric we're going to be talking about you and how you somehow went from a goalkeeper to doing triathlons and endurance running and why you've got a 400 euro watch on your wrist as well so that is going to be on week 3 of the podcast uh, thank you for listening to this week's episode thank you for downloading subscribing and sharing it on your Instagram stories as well anyone else anything to add? no, no we'll see you, see next, you next week. week see you next week <laughs>